The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Hi, welcome to Straight Talk. I'm so excited today. I just had the honor of being on um, a colleague's radio show. And some of you may have been listening. She's from Voice America. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. And But before I go into her bio, um, I just want to mention her show right off the bat. It's called Beauty Inside Out. Her name is Bonnie Bonadeo. And I have to say that bios are nice, but I found her so honest, real, and courageous. And um, so I really encourage you to stay with us. Let me tell you a little bit about Bonnie. She's the president and founder of Arakara, the beauty agents, beauty beauty gurus consulting, and a co-founder of Naked Audience Productions Coaching and Training Company, which we talked a little bit about the name being so relevant because you get so naked when you're looking at your stuff. So Bonnie's career has is in beauty, but she certainly knows a lot about marketing, sales, and she's a trainer in beauty. She does corporate trainings as a speaker. And what what her radio show is about is connecting you to find the beauty in you. So um, let me start by saying welcome, Bonnie, to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, Sandra. It's fun to be able to be on this show and be able to cross-promote all of what we're doing and what we believe in. And you know, the truth is, is after the last show that we just did, <laughs> we, we're the same. You could be talking yes. about Straight Talk yes. and I could be talking about beauty, but our message ended up being the same. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Because beauty and psychology, when I was coming up with how I'm going to write up the show, it wasn't a natural segue. And in fact, when we just talked, I was wrong. It was a natural segue. So for those people who weren't listening, like what, what is that natural segue? Why did you and I found such a common ground? You want to give a little overview on that? Yeah, you know, I think part of it was is because when we talk about beauty from the inside out is that there's that internal and external aspect to it. And although I've been in the beauty industry for 30-something years and I can tell you all the neat tricks and techniques and well, we new, new technology and services that are happening in beauty right now, which, which really is amazing, the truth is, is that none of that means anything if you don't feel good about yourself on the inside. And that's mm. why it was so great to have you as a guest from a psychological standpoint and as a clinical director on anxiety and depression and relationships because that – that the truth in that is that if we don't have those things in order from the inside, we feel ugly. Yeah, I, and I, I and I don't want to look in the mirror if I feel ugly. Yeah, of course not. So we're gonna be dying for those beauty secrets. But I want to start with something that you mentioned on your show, which was, I mean, first of all, you were on the cover of Enterprising Women in Beauty in Salon Today magazine as. Um, 
the, I think you won an award uh, for the most enterprising woman in beauty. Yeah, is that yeah. right? It was. We, yeah, there was. Uh, we had the opportunity to be on the cover in, in 2013, and then my partner and I just actually are on the cover in November and December of that same magazine That's for our, our coaching programs that we're offering the salon because we're not talking business salon what people would typically think. We're talking human capacity, human joy, human. If you love what you do then you're going to be good at it, no matter what technical skill set you have attached to it. You love what you do. You're and going to be you, good. you are really good at it. And you talked about beauty when I was on the show about a period where things started to go bad for you and how you looked into it and what happened to you. And I found that very interesting because it has a lot to do with this inside-out concept. So you said that you... You know, you were in a bad relationship, I think, at the time. Things weren't going so well for you in your career. And what happened? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, there's a little back end to that. So um, I I was angry all the time. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't define it. I couldn't let go of it. I didn't know what was causing it. Um, come to find out that it was a dietary issue in the end. But, you know, months, months, and even years of trying to uncover what was going on with my diet that was causing my body to go in that fight and flight and, you know, release cortisol, which puts me into anger. Like my, my go-to behavior uh. is anger. Oh. And so – it got to the point where it was really bad, and I couldn't control it or myself. And I just, I did. I think I was playing the role of a victim. And, you know, things <laughs> kept happening to me. The sky is falling. Why is this happening to me? You know, the economy went bad. Um, so I, I was in a devastating real estate situation and had to let go of a lot of real estate. So then, of course, my credit goes to heck. I just started a business. Um, relationships disappeared. My best friend disappeared. I mean, Gosh. I mean, and it was like, you can't be in my life anymore. Gone. And it just, wow. it was an avalanche of things that were happening to me. And, you know, and of course, I knew to get support. I wasn't trying to deal with it on my own. So I knew to get support. So I, I got the right people. I had a, a therapist. I had a coach, um, you know, and I really counted on them to be able to provide support. And, you know, what the one of the beautiful things is that I remember my coach saying was, you know, and I said, I got to get off the couch. I can't just keep sitting on the couch and feeling this way. And she says, well, what if you did just stay on the couch a little bit longer and felt that way? And, wow. I, and I think that was a turning point for me because I was avoiding feeling what was going on with me. So, of course, you know, in, in, in this philosophy of if you don't feel, you can't heal, I was trying to fight it. And resistance was just working against me. I was becoming more angry for not being able to get over it fast enough. Right. So the anger is often a cover up for the underlying emotions and you have to get sort of deeper into them. Yeah. So you were able to do that. And I think your therapist gave you very good advice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was the right people in my life gave me really good advice and I stuck with them and they supported me. And, um, you know, and as we uncovered things that maybe hadn't been healed from my past experiences that had happened to me, mm. um, but also things that recently happened that just were another layer of why again, why again, right? Um, but ultimately, when I was able to kind of like heal some of those old wounds and then also change my diet, the depression, the anxiety, the fearfulness that I had, like it was just this... Uh, an incredible fear that I've never experienced in my life because I've always been quite adventurous and mm. not afraid to do anything. Um, now, put a spider in the room and, yeah, you might hear me, you know, holler. <laughs> but not afraid to, to try new things or do new things or yeah. venture out on my own or take a vacation by myself. 
But I started to really become very inclusive. And I knew that it was kind of like a butterfly, like I had to go in or a caterpillar, I had to go in. So I could come back out as a butterfly. And I just, I really, I did that for myself. So of course, in doing that, I went, I met my partner and I went to one of her healing workshops and it really put an enormous amount of healing work all in one weekend. And I finally felt like I had the tools and the wherewithal to be able to go back into my life powerfully. And and then it, we just bonded in this relationship and we started doing different types of workshops together. Amazing. So, you know, like you do these workshops, um, th- these retreats and these women's empowering workshops and couples workshops and stuff like that. Like I really get how powerful a group workshop can be in a healing process. Mm. Well, I definitely want to hear all about the workshops that you do, but I'm curious how you ended up putting together this show on Voice America, Beauty Inside Out, and the way you spell it, just so people know, is B-E-B-A-U, capital B-U, B, like, what are you yeah. trying to say with that? What does that mean? Like, I get it, be you, like, be yourself. Yeah, it's, it was, you know, it's really, par- it was the powerful part of it. So when, when Voice America kind of researched me out and they said, hey, you seem like you're really uh, an expert in beauty and we don't have a beauty show on any of our channels, would you be interested in doing a beauty show? Now, I want to, I, I want to be very clear. I want to go back because I created intentions for this year. So I usually create a word and an intention. And my word was that I wanted to shine. Okay, because okay. I hadn't been glowing, as you said in our last show, I hadn't been glowing in a few years, so I wanted okay. to glow again and shine. And then the intention I put together was that I wanted to be able to powerfully use my voice. Wow. And next thing you know, Voice America is calling and asking if I want to do a radio show. So when I met with them, it was, uh, you know, I was really concerned that they were going to want beauty, like beauty tips and beauty experts, which is fine because because really the consumers need to know all of what's available to them so that they can make better choices for themselves. And so I said, that's good, but it cannot be superficial. It has to have more, it has to have more substance, more element to it. I want guests that are psychologists and coaches and healers and you know, more to it. I want more depth to it than just beauty tips. And they said, whatever you want to do, that's good. And so I created the name as B-U, Inside and Out. Mm-hmm. But, and it's the B-E and U in beauty. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, you know, I've had the pleasure of just being on this show, and I'm a fan now. I'm definitely a fan. You, ha- you have me at hello. Um, <laughs> just so other people know, when can they listen to your show? Well, I'm on Thursday at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. How convenient. A, a double header with Straight yeah, Tapas Andarish. That's right, yeah. So Let's do the beauty and the psychology. Right, and I'm time. on the variety channel um, at this time. And, you know, and really it's great when, when people listen live. Um, but the the shows are always, as you know and as you share with your listeners, they're available on archives and available on iTunes. So really the, the, the beauty of it is, is that you can listen to these shows at any time and at your convenience. Yeah. Well, I want so much. I'm glad you're telling people about the archives, by the way. That's so important. Um, and I'm going to go back and listen to your shows for sure. I want to know, and we'll have to take a commercial break, but I, when we come back, I want to talk to Bonnie about how she feels beauty is represented in our society. So, Bonnie, we're going to take a break, and maybe you can tell us your thoughts on that, and maybe we can ask a few beauty tips, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. And we'll talk about your books as well. So we'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Rich.
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Ladies, how about a luxurious weekend while learning to empower yourself? Join Straight Talk's Sandra Reich, January 29th at a gorgeous spa in Quebec for three days and two nights of empowerment, growth, and decadence. Delicious food, powerful learning, and much more. Life 2.0 The Retreat. Master how to command respect in your relationships. Learn about yourself and what is blocking you from living your best life. Meet other like-minded women and join in on the retreat that sells out year after year. Isn't it time you chose you? Call us at 514-796-4357. That's 514-796-4357. Don't miss your chance to change your life and relationships forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety video therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Is it a time you choose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. 
We're back with uh, the fascinating Bonnie Bonadeo, who's a best-selling author. We're going to talk about some of her books in a bit, and also a host of a radio show on Voice America called Beauty Inside and Out. So we were learning a little bit about how the show came to be. And I said when we come back from the break, I'd love to know how you feel beauty is viewed or represented in the society. We talked a little bit about the psychology of that, but I'm curious what you would say about that. Well... It's it's. I got to tell you, it's a little disappointing for me right now, and m- mainly, I think in America, maybe North America could be a fair assessment, but truly, I can honestly say in America, I think beauty is viewed really skewed um, for us right now. Like they think there still is that illusion that you have to be thin, you have to have long hair, you have to, you know. Uh, put your clothes together really well and, you know, wear makeup all the time and look like a Kardashian or a housewife of somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's really disappointing. The other part of the beauty that's disturbing to me, too, is that we just don't allow people to, you know, be blessed as to who they are. Like, th- these award shows that are coming around the corner right now, you know, we'll look at somebody in a dress and just pick them apart, and it's like that is so crazy. We have to stop criticizing and judging and thinking that that's an acceptable way to deliver information around beauty. I, I love what you're saying. Um, and it, it, I feel like you could help a lot of people with this because, you know, we have lots of clients coming in with, you know, bulimia and eating disorders because of that pressure to live oh, up yeah. to that beauty. So what do you say to that? Like as a therapist, you know, we do a, th- a ther- you know, therapist protocol on that. But I'm curious what you would say since you're in the industry, because the industry must put a certain amount of pressure on you, too. I mean, you're you have to follow those same norms and we're killing our girls with this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's. There, you know, the the thing is, is that anybody that can put themselves together and, and appear polished, I really think has some advantages in society. So yes. I, I think there is something to say that if you can put yourself together in beauty, um, then you can you you have different advantages. So if you choose not to do those things, it's not saying you don't have the same advantages. But because society is going to be like, oh, well, she looks good. Um, there could be more advantages to it. Now, I know Ooh. some people choose not to wear makeup and some people don't want to color their hair. Some people don't, you know, pluck their eyebrows and, you know, and or do any other type of, uh, you know, injections or, or type of services like that. That's fine. That's not saying that they shouldn't do that. But I think that we're going overboard on trying to find perfection. And I think that our Hollywood images and the people that are kind of getting all the notoriety attached to beauty, it, they just are – they're providing a very skewed effect. And the concern is not me because, you know, I'm, I'm at an age where it's like I can choose – you know, I, I'm yeah. educated and I can choose, but it's the younger generation. It's these yeah. younger women that I'm really concerned yeah. about that they think that there's a particular way that they have to look in order to just fit in. Yeah, yeah. And they're showing up in droves uh, with eating disorders and mm-hmm. anxiety and depression. Or so getting, sure. getting boob jobs at 16. It's amazing, yeah. right? Because like that was not how it was when I was sixteen. Like no. you go into a bar now, and everybody seems to have a boob job. I don't think I could have lived up to that. You know, I don't think if I was sixteen, it wouldn't affect me. I think it would. Yeah, you know, but yeah. that's not how it was when we were growing up. No, and it's it was tough. It was very different. It was very different. And so, my friends that kind of live around the world and globally, they they say things to me of how we are kind of in America. 
Um, and they're like, God, you guys are so into, you know, these lip injections and these fake boobs and blonde <laughs> hair and everything. And then I, and I, and I'm like, I know. And I go, you know, travel to other places in the world, and I see such a natural beauty in in the culture. Yeah. And I and I just I really admire that. And so and I and it's not a, you know it's not across the board. Um, here in America, but it is very representative, and and it's. I, I'd like to see people be more internal beauty, beauty, and feeling good about themselves, and knowing that they are enough. They're worthy, and, and that they're enough. I love that. Let's say that again. They are what? They're in, they're their their beauty is enough, and they are enough. Yeah, that's so important, and yeah. that's where the crossover is with what you do and what I do. Um, I'm. I think that that's so important. There's nothing wrong with looking polished for sure. I, I, I watch some of those shows you mentioned and they, they do put a lot of pressure on you. They always look so good. Um, I'm, I'm can't help but wonder from your perspective, what is real beauty? What is real beauty, Bonnie? You know, I, I, I think it's if you can really be happy with yourself and not all the time. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know that as as a, as, as a therapist and, and mm-hmm. the work that you do, you can't be happy with yourself all the time. But if you can really, you know, like I'm I'm very clear when I put my head on the pillow at night that I've done the best I can. And when I wake up in the morning, I I trust that that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay, and that my life is going to have some sense of order, and not by resistance or force or not caring. But just to, to be able to live in the moment, and that's a beautiful thing. And the people that I meet and I connect with that I immediately bond with, like you, we have that understanding of it. So then it's not a beauty on the outside. It's just this natural beauty on the inside that just reflects through. I mean, I am not with you in person. You're in a whole other country, and yeah. I feel the beauty in you. Oh, God. You are a killer, Bonnie. You are a killer. I, I love that explanation. And I mean, it's clear that you, you, that you have a background in coaching and so many things because you have such a great understanding psychologically. I mean, you said something there that I say so often is that my clients often say they're very critical of themselves. Did I, you know, how do I know I did the best I could? Because the best we can on a certain day is not the same as the best we could on another day. But if you gave it your all, even if it didn't turn out that well, you're good. Yeah, it's true. Now, there's there's this part of it, too, that, you know, we, we really want to make sure that in representing beauty in our society is that we can educate people better. So the beauty industry really has a great opportunity to educate people more. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's the that, if anything, that I want to be able to kind of make an impact with, which is what this radio show is all about, is educating consumers. So I'm taking all the experts from the beauty industry and I'm bringing them on air to educate the consumers on all that we know. That's that's so important. I've learned so much talking with you. I'm I'm curious though. You did write some books on this topic. You wrote two best-selling books, right? Yes, yes. It was another way to express my voice. Okay, and one of them I have written down is success in beauty. What what's the message of that? What what does that mean? You know, it was really about it was really about empowering other women. So it's you know a group of us women got together. So it was a very collaborative book project, and a group of us got together and we just shared our stories. Now in in the first book, Success in Beauty One. Um, it was, I shared, I shared my story when I was at my worst. So the part of it that I just shared with you where I lost relationships, lost business, lost homes, you know, it just felt like my life was just surrounded by loss. Mm. And I shared that story and it was, for me to share that story in this book, I had to be really vulnerable because it was exposing myself in a way that I would never do 
You know, like I had to show I was all together. Like I'm in control. The, right. I'm, I can't look bad, right? That was my previous philosophy. And yeah. I shared in this book my worst time and how and, – and mind you, when I wrote the chapter and the book went to publish, I wrote an ending that I kind of wanted to have by the time the book came out. So months had gone by by the time I turned it in, published everything. And when I when we the book came out and I got the book and I went back and I read it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really am there. Like I really got this happy ending, even though I was nowhere near this happy ending when I was writing the story. That's so um, abundant of you to write your ending before you finish the book. That's <laughs> it's like it's emotional intelligence. It at is its finest. It's unbelievable. It's like putting out a wish into the world and just believing that it will work out. So you're filled with abundancy, which is why I said you're a very courageous woman. You're just filled with real strength. And to me, that is beautiful. But, you know, I am not in the beauty industry. To me, that's psychological beauty. It it is, yeah. And it translates into beauty. But you're in the beauty industry. So what do we need to know about how to translate that? But before you answer that, I know people are going to want to know where to get that book. Oh, absolutely. So you can get the book at bonniebonadeo.com, bonniebonadeo.com. So I have those books available on there. And you can get uh, one or both of them. And um, they're both yeah. called success and beauty. Yeah, it's it was an it was an anthology. So we did two series on it because we had a great success with the first one. So we gathered uh, a few of the same women and some new women to be able to expand on it, and um, you know, and but keep the theme alive of creating that you know that fulfillment, that effortless happiness and fulfillment that we we sometimes don't have. And you know, and, and in talking with some of the co-authors with me, you know, people have some pretty tragic stories. Yes, indeed. pretty tragic stories, and so when they're willing, when they're willing to share that, and you just have this compiled book of people's tragic stories, but yet how we're still surviving, that's beauty, you know. And all these people are somehow related to the beauty industry, so the, we, you know, it's not all happy, you know, joy, joy, that's- just because we're in the beauty industry. You know, we we're struggling just like anybody else, and it's really difficult for us to sometimes get up and put makeup on and get our hair together and then go address all of the people that we have to make them feel that way all day long. For sure. So my question before that I had mentioned, I'm going to go back to it, is that this idea of let's say I, like you said, address people, check in with myself. I do the best I can. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. You know, I feel pretty good internally. I have to say externally, I, you know, I'm not in the beauty industry. Um, So when I get up and go into my bathroom, I'm curious what you would say if I'm feeling good what do I do next? How do I, like, where do I go? What do I do? You know, talk to me. I know everyone else wants to know the answer to this question too. If I'm feeling good, so I've got the glow, I've got the glow, I'm feeling good. But I also want to add some, some of the magic that you know about. What, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, listen, less is more. And just like, just like a foundation of good health and wellness, it's a foundation in beauty too. So, you know, if, if you're feeling good, then less makeup, less doing it all up because the more naturally beauty you can be in the world, the more people are going to connect with you. The more overdone you are, the more people are going to be intimidated by you or think that you're too good for them. 
It's so funny because I, I'll go to work and I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking for many, many women. I'll go to work and I'll do the, you know, not a lot of makeup. And then someone, one of my clients comes in and they're very, very made up, but not in a way that looks fabulous. And then I start to wonder if maybe I'm not putting enough attention on my makeup. And because it's like almost an art form at a certain point, isn't it? Oh, it's definitely an art form anymore. And it's, and it's getting to be an out of control art form, you yeah. know, with our friends, the Kardashians, that they just look flawless. 24 7 they do though and it's intimidating (laughs) it is intimidating because because we also know that they've you know some of them have had some work done and they've they've sculpted and changed and shifted and all of that stuff but they they because they're in you know they're in the eye like that all the time they feel like they have to pull that out all the time that's not natural beauty you know, right. if you're if someone comes in and they're more polished, it probably makes them feel better to do that. But they're also coming into a therapist's office called Sandra Reich. <laughs> so what are they hiding? Yeah, well, I it's funny that you say that because through the years I said one day I'm going to do a, a thesis on um, the more people are polished on the outside, often it's related to how they feel on the inside, that they're feeling very, very scared on the inside. So you are right. I agree with you. But... It is, to me, quite fascinating, the effort that people put into cosmetics and beauty and their eye makeup. And then I, I sort of, I admire it. It's like, I, I see it as like, wow, you spent all that time on making that perfect cat eye. Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I can't I really do that. Do. I've been in the beauty industry for 30 years what? and I cannot, I cannot oh, I do that. Just, You've helped so many people by saying that because yeah. you're in the beauty industry and you can't do the cat eye. No, I cannot. I can. So I can't put eyeliner on the top of my eyelid to save my oh. soul. It's all over my face. So it's yeah. So there there is an art to it. Just like there's an art to somebody being able to do an updo or you know or a great color uh, on somebody. There each of those are their own level of artistic ability. And you know even as a beauty professional, I didn't master all of those things. You know, but wow. but here's here's what I could do in the beauty industry. I mastered a really powerful clientele in a short amount of time because I was able to be personable with them. I was able to connect with them. I was able to make them feel better about themselves, even if it wasn't the best haircut. And how do you do that? How are you so good at that? You are really good at connecting yeah, with people. You know, I, I, That's not all about. I, I really think that part of it was my gift. But I also, if, if you want to hear the real story here, Sandra, and we I can do. go back into a therapy session and stuff. I was, the, <laughs> I was the third girl in my family, and I knew desperately that my father wanted a boy. So I was the little performer growing up. I was the da-da-da-da-da-da, okay. look at me, look at me. So I, I developed some very powerful communication skills and skills to be able to get attention and be able to prosper myself so that it was there was always something next for me. So I can see that in in feeding that as a child and feeding the story for all those years, um, I just I mastered a few skills that are that are actually serving me well nowadays. Yeah, clearly. And we talked on your show about thoughts and and you know you've brought that in now into your life of thoughts and how the story you tell yourself. So it's what you're saying is that even when you were a child, you were you know a performer, but as you grew up, you were very careful about the thoughts that you told yourself. And, you know, we talked about that the thoughts that you tell yourself have a big impact on beauty. Can you like 
explain what that means? I mean, from a psychological perspective, it's clear. But how about from your perspective? Yeah, I listen, I had I wanted nothing to do with beauty. Uh, I was a tomboy and an athlete growing up. So there was no, you know, when they made me put my hair up as a gymnast into a ponytail and put a ribbon in it, I'm like, are you kidding me? I got to put a ribbon in my hair? And then I had to like twirl it, you know, like you take the scissors on the end of a ribbon and it twirls. And we had to have little dangly twirly things. This is not me. I am not a girly girl like that. (laughs) So I was frustrated with those type of things. But, you know, for me, it was being an athlete. And, And so tomboy athlete, that's what I was. But I got into high school and I absolutely hated high school. And so when I went to my counselor and I said, you know, what do I do, what do I got to do to get out of this early or get out period and they're like well we have two outside you know programs that you can take that will provide credits and it'll then you don't have to do classes here at the high school and I'm like what are they and they're like uh, agriculture and cosmetology well I knew what agriculture was because I grew up in a part a very farming district in, in okay. Phoenix I did not know what cosmetology was and I said what is that and they said you do hair and I just started laughing <laughs> and I said all right fine sign me up Oh, that's but so when ironic. I, but when I went into it, I realized that it was a very people-driven industry, and that fed my soul. Yes. It was very it, service-driven, people-driven, and uh, it worked for me because I was able to connect. So it really comes back to connecting for yeah. you. It really comes back to that in every aspect of your life, in teaching people to feel good about themselves, in beauty, in all of it. For you, you like myself – you really believe it comes back to connecting to yourself. It's so interesting because we're in two different fields, but that's what it comes back to. Yeah, and, and if everybody got a sense of that, if everybody had just a little vision and inkling or, or, or something of how they can stay connected to themselves, they'd be such a bigger contribution to everybody else in their lives. Well, what are your thoughts on how they can stay connected to themselves? What yeah. are your thoughts on that? You know, part of it is, you, is if you have things that haven't been healed, you, ha- you have to heal. So if if there are experiences that have, you know, had you hide or cover up or just say, no, I'll never do that again, you know, um, or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this happened to me and you play the victim is all the things we just we talked about on both of these shows at this point. You have to be able to heal. Um, and you, you, Bonnie, you do some healing workshops, don't you? We do. We do. A, we do a three day healing workshop. And it, it it's 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 an incredible process to watch people let go of things that they've been holding on to for a really long time. But, you know, and that's fine. We're in a healing workshop, so that's supposed to happen. You know where it's really fascinating for me is in my public speaking workshops called Stages. Okay. Tell us about that. You know, people have to get up and stand up on a stage. And wow. they have to tell their story. I mean, that's immediately that's what they have to do. Like day one, first part of the day, they get up on the stage and they have to tell the story. And you can tell when people are being authentic or not. You can tell mm-hmm. when people are hiding their story. You can tell when people are like, well, nothing really bad ever happened to me in my <laughs> life, you know, and they just aren't willing to go there. And right. the difference of connecting with an audience is when you can authentically share yourself. Other people yeah. will want to follow you. They'll want to buy from you. They'll want to do whatever it is that you're doing. They, they will follow you to the ends of the earth because they feel a connection with you. And, yes. it's, and it's not about – how much knowledge you have or what your body of your topic is. It's really, are you a good human being, a compassionate, caring person that's willing to, you know, be there for another? Wow. 
So you have three different kinds of workshops. The first one, you just mentioned stages. So stages would be for somebody who wants to grow their, is that how it works? If they want to grow their business or become a public speaker? Yep, is public that speaker, leader, salesperson, uh, you know, anybody in those categories or somebody that just wants better communication skills. Maybe they're just struggling in a, in a particular position in their corporate America position and they're just like, I, I can't seem to make an impact. I, nobody listens to me. Uh, stages would be a good workshop for them and it's a two-day workshop. Okay. Um, and lead is for leadership, I imagine? Yep, leadership. So we really – and a lot, of this, a lot of the things that you shared as well, you know, there's that there's – that, how do you lead is based on how you were led. Uh, and so sometimes we have really poor leadership going on, especially in the beauty industry, um, because we have this tendency as, as women, as you said, gatherers, hunters and gatherers, the women gather – and mm-hmm. don't lead. So somebody's still got to lead in the gathering group. And so the mm-hmm. salon owners really struggle with being the leader in their organizations. They want to be friends with their employees, and sometimes that doesn't work. Oh, gosh, I know about that. That's so true in every business. And I think that's again, comes back to the caretaking is women yes. like to be friends with everybody. And I know in my business, I struggle with that. You know, I want to be everyone's friend, but I'm the boss. It's, it's difficult. So I, I, I wouldn't mind going to one of these lead workshops. They sound amazing. Yeah. Um, so stages in lead, first of all, we'll get into healing when we come back. When are some of the upcoming programs? We have stages coming here in Phoenix on February 21, 22. Um, And we're going to be on the East Coast in May. We're still looking for a final destination, though. But you could go to our website, uh, www.napevents.com. So it's Naked Audience Productions, shortened out, N-A-P-events.com. And we have a lead workshop that's coming to Kansas City on April uh, 3rd and 4th. Okay. And when you say we, it's you and your partner? Yes. I have a business partner, uh, Alejandra Crucifoli, who is my business partner. And she is a – she's a coach – and a healing therapist. So, you know, before we go to break, and we'll talk about the healing workshops when we come back, I guess what I'm really starting to learn about you, which is so interesting because you're in the beauty industry, but it comes back to that your ability to be so authentic and real. What I felt when I was on your show with you and now is what made your business grow more than anything else. And now you're teaching people to really get authentic with themselves, be who they're meant to be, which helps them shine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so it's translated in two parts of your life, beauty and business. Yes, yes. And and maybe even a third part, coaching people to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety video therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Is it a time you choose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Ladies, how about a luxurious weekend while learning to empower yourself? Join Straight Talk's Sandra Reich, January 29th at a gorgeous spa in Quebec for three days and two nights of empowerment, growth, and decadence. 
delicious food, powerful learning, and much more. Life 2.0 The Retreat. Master how to command respect in your relationships. Learn about yourself and what is blocking you from living your best life. Meet other like-minded women and join in on the retreat that sells out year after year. Isn't it time you chose you? Call us at 514-796-4357. That's 514-796-4357. Don't miss your chance to change your life and relationships forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back. We're back with so much to talk about with uh, Bonnie Bonadeo. I'm enjoying this conversation immensely, and it really reminds me of uh, serendipity that you meet people for a reason. And this is why I always tell people you have to trust life. Um, Bonnie and I met, and well, we didn't actually physically meet, but we spoke, and uh, we decided to do each other's shows. She has a wonderful show on Voice America called Beauty Inside and Out. And clearly, we're learning that uh, Bonnie you know, is a coach, she's an entrepreneur, she's a beauty expert. There's so much to learn from her about your authenticity and being strong and courageous and real because Bonnie herself represents that. And and that's why I'm so enamored with her. And that's probably, in my opinion, why she connects with people is I'm talking about you like you're not even here, but um, <laughs> because she's so real. She's just so real. And it's it's really interesting to keep that in mind when we're talking about beauty. Now, Bonnie, I did get an email from someone by the name of Joanne from Toronto, Canada. And she says she just wants to know what your biggest beauty secret is, plain and simple. Yeah. You know what? It's um, it's skincare. Yeah, oh. You really, you, you know, you got to take care of your skin. So just get on a good skincare regime and be faithful to it because then it's less makeup then it's less injections then it's less aging oh so, so what is what is a good skincare regime you know it's really it's i'm telling you i have everything in my cupboard from avon to lancome mm-hmm. uh, you know and then some professional products in between like dermalogica Mm-hmm. Um, and because you're just like anything, you know, your hair gets used to certain products and then it doesn't seem to be as effective. Your skin will do the same thing. So you, you got to switch it up every now and then. But, you know, be true to something that feels good on your skin as a foundation and in order to kind of, you know, keep that youthful glow going on. And wash your face every night before you go to bed. Oh, do, goodness. Do I was not just about to, to ask you Do that. not go to bed with makeup on your face. Yeah. Okay. So... 
I'm very curious, based on that being your biggest tip, how much time do you spend at the end of the night on your skincare? Oh. You personally. Oh, I am like, I am doing a wash of my face and then, um, you know, occasionally, say maybe once or twice a week, I'm doing like a, a retinol type of treatment where it's like a pad and I just run that across it so it helps to create the exfoliation and then I moisturize. Okay, so on a given evening, this is me just being curious. This is who I am. I ask, I get very curious about things. You go into your bathroom. How long are you in there for cleaning your face? Not as quickly as I can because I'm tired. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, this is okay. you know this is I, not the time to be toners. all about beauty. <laughs> okay, because I hear I have to do toner. I have to do cleaner. I, have to, I, I just can't do that. No, I can't, no, it's too just much time. It's you know it's it, it, it's really it's uh, one of the cleansers that I do is just you know a gentle cleanser. But if I do if I if I did have more makeup on that day and I was you know out and about in the world, then I cleanse twice. Um, and then I kind of let my face just kind of naturally dry for a minute. So I'll just pat it naturally dry. That's when I go into flossing and brushing my teeth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I come back to my face. And like I said, it's either just putting a moisturize on it right then and there and then letting that sit for a couple of minutes while I'm just, you know, wrapping up things in the bathroom and then going to bed. What do you th- what do you think, Bonnie, of organic coconut oil as a moisturizer? What do you think of that? You know, I've I've heard a lot about that, and actually, I use it more on my body than I do on my face because it's just a little too heavy on my face. Okay. Yeah. So, but it okay. depends. It, you know, it depends on the environment you're in. Um, if you're in, a, you know, I'm in a really dry environment, but it's just a little too heavy for my skin. Um, and then you just got to be careful around the eyes because it can, you, some people can be sensitive. Okay. Okay. So your your biggest tip is skincare and do not go to bed. With makeup on under any circumstances. That's right. No matter what. Because. Because what? <laughs> it just, you know, I mean, it's, first of all, you're not going to look good waking up the next morning. But it just, it's, it's clogging your pores and it's just, you know, hanging out there. And it's not just the makeup anymore. It's, you know, it's all the other, the, the, the dirt and the grime and the day. I mean, for me, the ritual is not just wanting to take care of my skin. The ritual is I need to cleanse off my day so I can put my head on the pillow and feel good about going to bed and then waking up fresh the next morning. So that's interesting. That's another thing I've noticed about you is you have like strategies. You really are a person with strategies. (laughs) And I think it's one of your secrets. I really do. I think we've discovered something like you say it's a ritual that you have, but that's a strategy. You know, you, you turned it into a metaphor. I'm cleansing myself of the day. You tell you have good strategies in place and that is part of beauty, isn't it? Yes. And I forgot, I forgot to mention that I put my hair up in a scrunchie. Yeah, so there's the real beauty ritual right there. Put your hair up in a scrunchie and get it off your face before you go to bed, too. Yeah, uh, I, in, I wear something called the unicorn in my house, but that's another story for another time. Because okay. my hair, no, my hair stays, it stays proper if it's up in a ponytail on top of my head. It's, yes, that's, it's that's true. That's my beauty secret. It's that's true. the only one yeah. I have. That's well, the only one I have. Right. Well, really, that's, I can wear my hair a second day if, I, if yeah. I'm scrunching it up and, <laughs> you know, wrapping it up and putting it on top of my head. I'm laughing because I would not call myself a beauty expert at all. I really belong in the field that I'm in. But that's the one thing I've learned to be true is that if my hair is up, I can turn it into a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're going back and forth between inside and out. And I, that's what I love about this conversation. Um, I thank Joanne from Toronto for that Great question, and thank you, Bonnie, for the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking a lot about beauty um, outside and in, which is what interests me, is that the way the stories you tell yourself, the thoughts you have, are going to determine how you feel and how you look. Do you agree, Bonnie? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious. So you're in the beauty industry and you do the stages workshop, you do the lead workshop. I want to get to the healing workshop and I want to get to how that happened because I'm going to guess that since you believe that beauty is from the inside out, you felt that healing was relevant to beauty. Oh, absolutely. It's the, it, it's, it goes hand in hand and, you know, and there really is that, you know, that the philosophy of fake it until you make it, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not a bit, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, fake it until you make it and be inauthentic. But sometimes you have to fake it until you feel better. So, you know, the beauty treatments on the outside, the putting a little, you know, putting a fresh coat of lipstick on or buying a new lipstick, you know, occasionally is a way to be able to bring sometimes that enhancement of beauty into your life so that you do start to feel better about yourself. But if, again, like as you talked about in, in uh, the show earlier on our previous show together, you, it, you can't, it can't be like, I deserve this or um, I'm right. doing this to cover up. If makeup is designed to just cover up what you don't want people to see, then you're wearing makeup for the wrong reasons. I think that's important what you're saying and that I think that bears a little bit more conversation. So that last sentence you said is if you're if makeup's a cover up, then you're wearing makeup for the wrong reasons. Let me let's make sure this is understood. Why? Like, what's the problem? Why can't I cover up? Well, I mean, you can you can look at it from a place of, you know, I have an uneven skin tone or I want to look my best in my job so that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm that I'm, I look professional. I'm taken more seriously. Those type of things. That's fine. But, you know, it's 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 if makeup is on and and there's still not that that shine in the eyes or that glow in the eyes or there's not that eye contact, then it's just somebody that's just kind of like a shell and they're they have things going on in the inside that they're not OK with. So that would be the kind of person who would do very well at a healing workshop, I would imagine. Absolutely, yes. And, you know, and and also those people that, you know, they just, it's never enough. Like they have these, the issues of perfection, and I'm sure you deal with that with clients as well. That, you know, perfection is not just like, we can't just say to people, oh, gosh, you know that nobody's perfect and nothing in life is perfect. But they are driven by being perfect, and yeah. again, it's it's just it's another it's another mask of something else that's going on that is not creating happiness and joy for them in their lives. And okay. yeah, and and you know, and so beauty being perfect and beauty, you know, polishing themselves up, making sure their hair is exactly in place, it it's actually disconnects you from others when you're too perfect. Okay, so what we're talking about the Martha Stewart, not that we don't love Martha Stewart, but that syndrome of not seeming real. Yeah, yeah. Too perfect. So you can't, you're not connectable. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, she's perfect in the kitchen. I mean, obviously, she's not that perfect. She went to prison, but. Yeah. Well, I think, and I think she became more popular. After she that. did. She did yeah. because that was the realness that she had to expose that she made a mistake and she had yeah. to own it and she owned it well. You know, she did. She unlike, did. unlike other, you know, celebrities that don't own things as well. And just kind of keep getting by. But, you know, but I think part of part of the healing piece, too, is that, you know, when when I coach people and I meet with people and they tell me things that they're intending to do, I really, you know, I, I really say, what what's your main reason for wanting to do that? What's your what you know, like, um, I don't like my body. I'm going to go get, you know, a liposuction or I'm going to get a boob job or I'm going to go get, you know, a facelift or injections in my face and stuff like that. And I'm not opposed to any of these things. I mean, I'm even doing some of them myself now to salvage some youthfulness. Um, but, You're adorable. But it's, there's that part of it that it's like, well, give me the reasons why this is important for you, first of all. 
Okay. Because because there's something we're trying to uncover in this process of, of feeling beautiful. One thing to look beautiful. Do you feel beautiful? Yeah, I think that's so important. So important to feel it, not just, you know, look it. Mm-hmm. Feel it fully because yeah. a lot of people do look beautiful, but they don't feel that they're beautiful inside. No, and I mean, and look at the look at the situations with with, you know, these beautiful models. They're the ones that are dateless. Yes. You know, so yeah. and and they're probably really good people on the inside, but people are judging them based on the outside. So I have a question about the healing workshops, which maybe some of these models should consider um, when they feel so hollow inside. But that's, you know, again, I'm joking a little bit with the models, but a lot of people on the outside look great. But on the inside, there's a lot of hollowness that happens. I told you, I, I swear to God, I'll have to do some research on that because there seems to be a correlation. Mm-hmm. If, I, if someone shows up to a healing workshop, what happens? Well, we spend three days and it's and it's really there's part of it that's content driven. So it's having them really look at themselves and where their struggles are. We also kind of go through a couple of uh, unique concepts where and, and honestly, it's like you had shared the villain, the martyr uh, uh, or, you know, the victim, villain, yep. that mm-hmm. type of thing. So we, mm-hmm. we really look at that because that that's what we consider to be like a stress triangle, drama and stress triangle. If you keep placing yourself into this victim, villain, hero approach, you know, and a lot of people and a lot of women, they fall into the hero category. They just keep heroing everybody else and and they're driven by, well, then I need to find a victim and a villain in order for me to continue and maintain being a hero. Yeah, so you we know? call it the caretaker, but yes, it's, you're talking yes, about the same it's, thing. It's the same kind of concept here. And yeah. so we really kind of – we teach them some pieces in regards to this. But then again, it's that same thing that they have to really share their story. We look at their relationships, the things that have happened in their past. And it's always it's always an, an uncovered, unhealed part of their past that they get to spend some time doing. And there's a little bit of journaling that goes on in our workshops. Um, and coaching, a lot of coaching. So it's 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 the you know the hardest part about those workshops is to be really present with people when they're at their worst because we usually want to caretake or hero them out of it, right? And other people want to do that. So it's not just even in the moment of a you know, and it's a small intimate group. It's not even in the moment, but what will happen is somebody will break down and somebody else will want to go hug them. Yeah, and it's yeah, then it's that. then it's managing the group to why did you want to do that? So now I'm taking the attention off of one person and putting it towards another. Why did you want to go hug that person? Yeah, because that's part of what they need to heal. Yeah, yes, yeah, so interesting. So the dynamics of the group play a role. Absolutely, that's why that's why the group events like this, like you had shared, are so powerful. They, yeah. they, you know, they they you get a good, good dose, good dose of healing in a weekend. For sure. When is your next one? Uh, March. Uh, I'm going to have to look on a calendar here because we just changed the date of it. We actually bumped it up a little bit. So it is – and it's going to be in San Diego. Wow. And I'm going to March here. It is March 11th through the 13th. And do you do them once a year or twice a year? Usually the healing workshops we do two to three times a year. Yeah. Wow. And how, you know, I, while I'm at it, I might as well let people know, how do people find out about you and the workshops and stay on top of all the stuff you do? You do a lot of stuff. I, I do do a, I do do a lot of stuff. And wow. I, I enjoy doing a lot of stuff. Well, you know, I think, <laughs> I think I really discovered that when I just tried to do one thing, I was very unhappy. And everybody's like, you need to focus more, Bonnie. Well, guess what? My focus is being able to do Five different things. That's what makes me happy. So, yeah. So, all of these workshops you can find and on our website at www.napevents.com. N-A-P events, plural, dot com. Mm-hmm. 
And where do people find you, Bonnie? They can find me at BonnieBonadeo.com. They can find me on Facebook at Bonnie Bonadeo. And then for my show, Beauty Inside and Out Show on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, Bonnie Bonadeo One. And, of course, listen to the show on Voice America. Yeah, listen to the show Voice America Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific. This time has flown by. I cannot believe we're at this point. I I don't even know how to thank you. I think you've inspired so many, including myself, um, really to be beautiful inside and out. I love the idea of the show. I love what you're teaching people. And I love the synchronicity of the psychology and the beauty and your own story, which has been really powerful to listen to. So I really want to thank you, Bonnie. And I have a feeling this is not the last time we are going to talk. No, Uh, absolutely not. So uh, I guess that's it for this week. So next week we're going to be talking about um, aging with passion and vigor with uh, Patricia Raskin. She's fascinating also. Uh, Tune in. And um, everybody out there, keep your eyes on the stars. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.